0: What's going on, Card Nation? Welcome to another episode of The Breakdown here on a Thursday night. Taylor Lynch and Lewis Metzinger back here in the studio with you guys. Episode 70. Or 69.1, as Lewis likes go. to call it, of the breakdown. Uh, you guys know how to get in touch with us. It's the same as it always is. Hit us up on Twitter. It's at the breakdown UL, at Taylor Lynch, or at Lewis Metzinger. Lots of stuff to get to on the show tonight. Uh, gosh, I don't even know where to begin. Um, we had the. We, Rick Petino talked. Uh, we had the, the title and. The the loss to Duke. I mean, it's just been a cloud of terrible, crappy things this week, and um, yeah, it sets the table for us for for just a, a whole bunch of stuff to talk about. So, if you guys are listening to us on the iTunes um, podcast app, please make sure you. Share out the podcast. Um, share it out on Twitter. Everybody hears what we are doing here on the show. And send us your tweets to let us know what you think about what's going on. So, Lewis, what's going on, bud?
1: Not a whole lot. Dude. Well, a lot, actually. <laughs> but not as much personally, but a whole lot in the sports world.
0: Well, yeah, the uh, the sports world is completely made up for what lack of stuff we may have uh, going on personally. Well, exactly. where do you want to start? Do you want to start with the title stuff? Do you want to start with the Duke game? Because I feel like we could do a whole show on what we saw or didn't see in that Duke game. Um, yeah. I guess let's just start with the title. Let's just let's go there. Um, okay. I don't think it was a big shock to anybody um, yeah. that Louisville lost the title. I think we all kind of had resigned to the fact that that was going to happen. Uh, the dollar figure was way different uh, than what I thought it was going
1: to be. Um, yeah, didn't what... call Dockage. <laughs> yeah. You were, um, you were only about $14.5 million off. Yeah, just, just but, uh...
0: a bit. Outside on that one, Dockage. Um, Man, that's a whole... We could do a whole show 69.2 just on Dockage and my feelings about Dockage, which now we have to hashtag... Him when we post this because we know he searches for his own name on Twitter. Oh, for sure. Um, and when he goes on his next rant, we'll, we will be uh, a part of that. We'll be so, his next victim. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for that. Um, yeah, so so that happened. Not a big surprise to anybody. Uh, the dollar amount, like I said, was the surprise. I think if there is one silver lining in any of this for Louisville uh, from a university standpoint, it's the fact that that number is only 600000 Um Yep. Because, obviously, and not just Dokich's report, but many earlier reports when this news first broke assumed it was going to be, you know, in the millions. So, the fact that it's 600000 that I think that's the only mercy we saw there. Um, A couple things about it that really, that really aggravate me. Um, I mean, yes, losing the titles, it's disheartening, it's aggravating. Um... I have sitting in front of me right now the Sports Illustrateds uh, from that month of April uh, when Louisville did win the championship. I've got both of them, the cover um, from when Kevin Ware went down and then the one from the very next week um, when Louisville wins the national championship. Um, so we know what happened. You can take the banner down, uh, but you can't take the, the emotions, the feelings, the thoughts, the memories um, the memory of you know almost getting kicked out of the hooters in northern kentucky uh during the wichita state game when tim henderson came in and hit the threes um and i lost all of my composure um and was actually told that if i couldn't um keep it down that they would have to ask me to leave so that that's that's another story in and of itself um But what really aggravated me the most was the portion towards the end of the actual statement from the NCAA, where they basically say, and this was something that we had all talked about um, numerous times leading up to this, is when the initial punishments were released, that, you know, it doesn't seem like the NCAA took into account anything that Louisville did proactively uh, to punish themselves, like the uh, you know, imposed ban from the NCAA tournament with a team that really had a chance to make a run. Um, and the NCAA basically says in their response to Louisville's appeal um, the other day, at the end of the response, oh yeah, and basically, uh, you're right, we kind of didn't, uh, or the, the infractions committee really didn't take into account uh, anything that you guys had already done to punish yourselves. Um, yeah, sorry about that that really, like, there was really no, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's like, yeah, you got us on that one. Um, but, you know, tough cookies. Sorry. Um, yeah, we're, we're still going to, we're going to need that banner back. We're going to need that title, uh, that championship trophy. If you can just box that up and overnight that uh, back to Indianapolis, that'd be great. If you can, if you can make that happen, um, that would be the, <laughs> the one time, um, where it would be convenient for Amazon to lose a package, exactly. Yeah. That or for I'm sorry, not Amazon, but for UPS to lose a package, that would be the the one to lose. Just, just totally so weird. F- forget all, where all that was.
1: Packages are going back to a uh, <laughs> later Tinch. I'm, I'm not. I don't. I'm, that sounds like a weird name, but
0: it's um, it's European. So so that's why. Um, yeah, that's kind of my thoughts on it. I mean. I've always been in the camp that I think the vacation of wins and that sort of thing is stupid because um, you're not you're, you're not really doing anything. I mean, yeah, you're the record books are going to look different, um, very different. I think it's like 120-some odd words. wins. Yeah, 123 wins uh, during that time that aren't going to be there anymore. Um, so yeah, from that standpoint, it's going to look different. It's going to be weird, but they happened. We know they happened. It's it seems like a a self Uh, self-promoting thing for the NCAA uh, and just flexing their muscle a little bit to just say that they can do that. So I don't know. Um, Your thoughts?
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm right there with you. And I I think most of um, the fan base is it's like each and every person has a completely different set of memories about the exact same event. And it doesn't matter how many uh, uh, UK fans or any other fans, for that matter, scream at us. Oh yeah, where's your title? We don't. We can't see it. Any of that stuff. Like we all still will always remember those where we were at the moment when we won, and where we were when Kevin broke his leg, and, and we'll <sighs> always remember all that stuff. So it's like you cannot. It, it's it's essentially, honestly. And the players still played in it, so it's not, you're punishing the fans, really, and you're not really doing any harm to the people that were actually involved by taking, by trying to basically rewrite history, which is an impossible feat. Like, it makes no sense. It's the most, um, like, antiquated um, solution to a problem in this day and age that I've ever seen. It's like, in, in the age of uh, of social media and, and everything on video, like, what's the point? <laughs>
0: It does seem like an archaic rule. Like, if we were still using
1: VCRs, okay, maybe, but... Or, or even yeah. if even before that, like when when maybe the only people that had record of the of the games on 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 film would be the the schools and and maybe the NCAA as an institution where yeah. they could like say we are going to destroy all copies of this game, and then really all you had is is you, you know your personal accounts of it. Yeah. But no, that's not the case. I mean, I have. I have the DVD, but I'm happy to make copies of it and send it to every single person that would, that wants to, I mean, heck we have, you can go on, um, on YouTube and watch three different versions of the same game. Yeah. It's just like, it's, it's absurd. It makes no sense, but honestly, we all saw it coming. Like you said, I don't think anybody was the least bit surprised and it is hard, I guess when it actually happens, but you know what? It's, it's one of those things where, it is what it is. There's nothing we can do about it. I do not want to continue to to pursue this and, and fight the NCAA. Like, I that was going to be my next all question for you. Yeah. Over. Like I just... I never... I honestly uh, never want to have to hear that... Um, first of all, I hope that we never have to hear that Postal called any press conference ever again unless <laughs> it's to announce that he is re- being replaced. <laughs> um, yeah. But I, I never want to have to... To get a notification of my email oh. that, that we've got a, a major announcement coming at 12.05 at, at Big Low Hall.
0: And you like, knew, you knew the minute that that came across. Welp, here we go.
1: That's like, basically, that, that word right there is how I would basically describe the last, like, three or four years of being a Louisville fan is welp. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's other than other uh, than
1: Lamar winning the Heisman and the rest of it has been well.
0: It's yes, that was that has been the high point uh of the last, you know, 3 years of being a Louisville fan and <laughs> I mean, here's hoping the football team can really do something um and maybe the baseball team can make a run to omaha and finally break through the ceiling and and win a national championship but that could be the unless those things happen that could be the only wow moment for the next several years for Louisville
1: well yeah I mean we've got there are we've had some some uh some pluses I mean we've had Donovan, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Basically stealing every heart of every Louisville fan and everything that he's done since he's been in the NBA. Um,
0: there's not a better guy. No. There, there's not there's a better not ambassador a, for the university right now, given everything they're going through, than Donovan Mitchell.
1: Yeah. No, no doubt about it. And And, I mean, you've got him doing all that in the NBA. I mean, you've got... Jeff Walls and this women's team who played tonight, yes, just rolling. Uh, um, you know they've had their their struggles against. I, honestly, if you if you take out that first quarter of that UConn game, which they were absolutely um, ambushed in that that first quarter, they held their own, and I think they outscored UConn in the in the remaining three quarters, if I'm not mistaken. So they did. Um, they've been they've been honestly. Uh, one of the first games I watched in entire, in its entirety um, this season was the, the Notre Dame game, um, literally from start to finish. I'd, I'd watched a couple games for several quarters, but that game was, and it was one that I, I showed uh, Bethany for, I made her watch it for the first time. And ever since then, after watching that game, she's wanted to watch the women's team, which, you know, that's something that, that hasn't happened in the past. And I think that Jeff Walls and, and his team are really winning over a lot of fans that maybe weren't initially women's basketball fans, so um, that's been really great and, and really, really awesome to see. So there have been definitely been some bright spots, but overall, man, with the way the football season has ended for the past two years and how the basketball's been for three, ugh.
0: Yeah, I know, I know, and you're you're spot on with with Jeff Walls and what he's done um, with the women's team. I mean, they are. <laughs> they, they are incredible. Like you said, that first quarter of the UConn game aside, I mean, they, what they're able to do and what this team can do, I mean, we may have lost a banner, but we may be hanging another one up at the end of the year uh, yep. for a women's national championship um, because they are that caliber, that level good. And I think given another shot against UConn on a neutral court, um, I mean, just like you said, yeah, they were ambushed uh, in that first quarter, but then outscored them in the second, third, and fourth quarter. They could just never overcome the lead that UConn was able to build in the first quarter. Um, but there's a lot to be happy about and a lot to be excited about with that women's team. Uh, and there's there's what I like to call it, it's, it's quiet confidence with this football team. And I don't know if you're kind of feeling the same thing or – I know at signing day, um, listening to Coach Petino or Coach, whoo, oops, Coach Petrino, talk about um, this team, uh, talk about the the recruiting class, and the guys that are already on campus, and the the guys that are already on the team, and just listening to him speak about them, you could tell the excitement, the anticipation in his voice for what this team can do, uh, and you've heard stories about apparently here in the offseason uh, and in the winter conditioning, Puma Pass has really stepped up and encouraged guys to stay in the gym a little bit longer, uh, work a little bit harder. Uh, that's good to hear. That's, that's what you're looking for from this team, uh, to be able to kind of keep – Keep fighting, keep pushing through. Uh, hold their spot in the ACC. Not dip after Lamar Jackson exits. Because um, that's going to be crucial. I mean, this—if yeah. Louisville's going to continue their upward upward trajectory in football, um, and especially in the ACC, they can't have a year this year. I think where they go seven and five or. I mean, I don't want to say go eight because I mean eight and four for a lot of teams is still good. But and you got to think of what Louisville's doing. But I think you know if they're nine and three and one of those three losses is to Alabama, um, I don't really know how you can complain too much. I think if they're ten and two and one of those losses is to Alabama, you definitely can't complain because they haven't been, they haven't had ten wins since Bobby Petrino's been back. Um, yeah. But I, I think there there are there are better days to come, obviously, uh, for the athletics department as a whole. Uh, and we didn't even get we didn't even touch on Dan McDonald and what uh, the Louisville baseball team uh, could do, should do, might do uh, this season as well. Which there's a hilarious story about that. My dad was uh, looking through the. the website and going through the roster and couldn't figure out why there wasn't a Met Zinger on the team. Uh, and, and I had to tell him, one year I had off. to tell him, you're just, you're just a year off. You're just, just a year off. And uh, he was heartbroken. Um, but uh, now he, now he has uh, another baseball season to look forward to, uh, to, to see Ben out there. So yep. I had to break his heart on that one the other day. Um, so you mentioned it. About not wanting to take this thing to court. I was on the complete and total opposite side. And you've, to your credit, you've maintained uh, that thought uh, throughout the entire process. Um, you were from the very beginning, I don't want this thing to go to court. I don't want to fight it. Um, so you've, you've stood your ground. So kudos to you on that one. Um, but I was totally on the opposite side. I wanted to take it to court. I want to fight it. You know, this is ridiculous um and all of those things are still true but i'm kind of just ready to move on like i did not expect the feeling that i got when it was actually written there in front of me um that the title was going it was almost like i hate to even say it but it it was kind of like a piece kind of just came over you. Like, okay, this is really over now. Like, it's as bad as we thought it was going to be. And nobody really thought that this thing was going to work out in our favor. But now it's over. Like, we don't have to hear about it anymore. Now we can start gearing up for the next time the NCAA kicks us in the pants uh, with the FBI stuff. So... But, I mean, like, it's just, you, you could kind of take a breath. And it was like, okay, one thing's behind us. Now we have one thing left to deal with. But, God, that's going to take forever. Um, but, yes, I was disappointed. Of course I was disappointed. I mean, that's that's the only national championship in my lifetime that I've ever seen. And just like you said earlier, I remember exactly where I was, uh, exactly what I did when we won. Um, so, yeah, it's... It hurts. It's aggravating. It's frustrating. But at the same time, I keep going back to. But it's over. It's done now. And it doesn't sound like from anything that um, we hear Tyra and uh, Postal say that they're going to. Um, I said Tyra, and I meant to say Tyra, and I feel terrible for that. Um, so nothing that that Tyra and Postal said that would indicate that they're going to take this thing to court anymore uh kind of sounds like they're resigned to the fact that they want to be done with it too like it's over and it's and it's in the past um so congratulations you've you pulled me to your side of the uh of the argument on this one i'm kind of okay with just letting it go um because you're going to spend so much money in court and i've heard this argument made that you're a member of the ncaa uh by choice, nobody's forcing you to be a member of the NCAA, so by being a member, you accept that the laws are the laws, and you want to sue somebody that you don't have to, by law, be involved with in the first place. So how do you really have a leg to stand on in court on something like that? Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, you, you pulled me to your side, though. I don't. Uh, I don't really think this thing needs to go to court.
1: Yeah, I, I just don't. Uh, I don't want to mess with it. I, I think the chances of that being effective whatsoever are slim to none. Yeah, and it's just going to drag drag this portion out. Like you said, there's a whole other portion that will take probably several years to <sighs> to come to a head. But at least this portion, <laughs> at least this one scandal's done. We can just move on to the next <laughs> scandal. All right, uh, next one. Here we go. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's really, really difficult to be a Louisville fan. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like this is not a, like being a Louisville fan does not equal, um, getting, getting high over the wins and being low about the losses. It's, it's being a Louisville fan is like, like being in a marriage, like, it's be careful. You be see. careful. You're you married. She, she doesn't listen anyway. It's okay. <laughs> That's so true. That's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, there's highs and there's lows about the light, the easy stuff and, and, and the, the, the surface stuff. And then there's the deep, deep stuff that has the highs and the lows. And you have to care about all of it. Um, you can't tune out the scandal part and only care about the games. It's impossible. Yeah. So you have to ride every bit of the emotional peaks and valleys. And it's miserable. <laughs> like, at this point, Ugh. like, I feel like we're almost like, like, the whole spectrum of being a fan is evening out. Because, like, 2012 to 2014, those two seasons or three seasons and two years were... Probably had some of the best moments ever for Louisville fans in 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 every sport. Oh yeah! Because um, you had the year of the Cardinal, then, right? Yeah, there you had too. the year of the Cardinal in there. You had final four, two final fours, a national championship. No matter what they say, you had women's national champion. Or um, you had a Sugar Bowl victory, championship game, Sugar Bowl. Um, you had us joined in the ACC. Yeah. Um, you had rest game winner against Cincinnati. Mm. You had, um, the whiteout win versus UNC. I mean, you had just like, I can just go through a, a list game after game, event after event, moment after moment. That was amazing. And now it's like ever since that, that October, that day in October uh. in 2015, when we, when that first report leaked about the book, I mean, it has been like a nosedive, um, and just honestly, like when we were getting apt, we were getting our just oh, our butt pounded last night. I I didn't bat an eye. If, if that were if I didn't that were either. Two years ago, if that were two years ago, I would have been. I don't cuss very much. I would have been cussing. So I would have been throwing stuff. I would have been out in the yard hitting my car with a bat. I did not care at all. And I tweeted out last night, like, I literally mean this. Jokes on you, Duke. I'm numb. Like, I do not care yeah. if we go into Cameron and and get and get beat by what what honestly felt like 70, but was what 26.
0: 26, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: I, don't, I don't uh, care.
0: You're so right. That is the. They always you always hear it like the the worst uh, the worst thing that you want a fan base to become is empathetic, and that is. Where this fan base is at right now. Like. It's. I have never. Been the type of guy. That. Turns a game off at halftime. I'm just not that person. I just. I don't. I don't do that. And it aggravates me. When. Like. (laughs) My dad does that. Um, Yeah. I just don't do it. So. But last night. And the North Carolina game, yeah, I was done at halftime. Like, yep. I, I switched over to the dunk contest during the Carolina game. And during the Duke game last night, I decided that it was 1030. And I needed to go get my stuff ready for work in the morning and go ahead and go to bed. Yep, And that's what I did. I did not see the final score um, until this morning because I just – I didn't care. Like, they were getting pounded, and I knew they were going to get pounded. Like, all day yesterday at work, I was thinking – I would catch myself going, okay, um, just get through the day. And I took care of a lot of assignments and stuff for class that – Needed to be done for the week. I took care of a lot of that on Monday and Tuesday. So my workload for the rest of the week was not going to be that intense. I could afford to go home after work, have dinner, relax, and watch a basketball game. And I was thinking, ah, that's going to be so nice. And then I would stop myself and go, no, it's not. There's nothing about watching that game that's gonna be pleasant. Because you know exactly what's getting ready to happen. They're gonna get their yep. brains beaten in for 40 minutes. And and what happens and what Louisville has done the last couple of games is they come out in the first couple of minutes and they trick all of us. Yep. And they like still score the first basket and it'll be like on some really Brilliantly designed play that they'll run to perfection and they'll score the first basket. And you're like, oh, 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 hell! Here comes the renaissance. Here it is. We when all knew we it was coming. Prepare.
1: We knew this was going
0: to. happen. We knew man. they were going to. They were going to turn the corner. David Padgett for coach of the year. Here we go. And they don't score again. Yes. In
1: 16 minutes.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Then they go into the drought. Grayson Allen comes down c- completely uncontested, like. I could hit a three with the cushion that they gave Grayson Allen last night. It, it, by the way, everybody, if you're listening, we're transitioning to the Duke game now. Um, yeah. I didn't even have to set this up; like this, just it just flowed organically to me waxing on about the Duke game. Um, but. You knew exactly what was going to happen, and it's so frustrating because you get sucked in every time. Like, I go into the game, I go into every game now, I don't care who it is, when they play NC State, when they play um, Virginia Tech coming up on Saturday, hell, when they played Wake Forest, I went in with the idea that, you know, we're we're probably going to lose this game. I mean... yeah. It's a 50 50 chance. We're probably going to lose this game. And then they suck me in in the first two minutes of the game because I'm like, oh man, okay, okay. They're handling the crowd and Cameron. They get a really nice pass to VJ King for a beautiful layup. I'm like, all right, here we go. And then it happens. Same thing in the North Carolina Carolina game. VJ King
1: could make layups. Wow, here we go. I didn't
0: know VJ King could score. (laughs) Hang on a minute. Yeah. So let's go ahead and just uh, continue on this Duke game. Um, I talked about just a second ago, that cushion that Grayson Allen had that he had all night long. I mean, yes, credit to Grayson Allen as much as I don't want to give him credit um, because he's the one everybody loves to hate. And I think if you don't admit that to yourself, you're lying. Um, You love to hate Grayson Allen. Everybody does. Um, but he played out of his mind last night. You have to give him credit for that. Um, he really played well and has played well, honestly, since Marvin Bagley hasn't been in for Duke. Um, but he played well last night. Duke hit a bunch of shots just like – well, not just like, but similar to what Carolina did. Although Carolina could have stood at the top of the KFC Yum Center and hit shots. It wouldn't have mattered. Like, they were hitting from anywhere. So – but Duke was very hot shooting last night, um, and Louisville's defense, its it's been absolutely terrible, and it shows no signs of getting any better at all, and it's guys that should know better that continue to make yeah. the same mistakes over and over and over again, and if I'm David Paget, Honest Mahmoud does not see the floor until, you know, like midway through the first half or in the second half or when everybody else with a pulse gets into foul trouble, then maybe he goes out there. Because he is giving you nothing these past several games. Especially last night. He there were times he wasn't even in the play. He was just he was still like at mid court like not even involved in what was going on offensively or defensively. He's just he's just lost. And
1: it's so frustrating to watch. Um and I, I knew I've seen a lot of people commenting on yeah, go ahead. on effort. And it's like I uh, there, I see both sides of it and, and I I've seen two two people going back and forth about it. Um there is none. And well it doesn't appear that there's any, but really we can't, as uh, couch coaches, uh, we can't call out people's effort because we're not them and we don't know what's going through their mind. Now, visibly, it's hard to, to tell whether they're exerting any Lewis, did you watch
0: effort. Dang Adele's defense last night? Did yes. you watch yes. Dang not close out on great? Don't tell me he's giving effort. There was no effort.
1: Yes, but, like, I think it depends on the, the play and the and the player. Um, Dang Adele, I don't think, has ever played good defense. I think the, the <laughs> fluke game that everyone refers to, um, where he completely shut down um, Brandon Ingram, was... Um, was that Ray or was that Dang?
0: I... <laughs> They put. I was trying to remember this last night when I was watching the game, so it's really funny that you brought this up. There was somebody, and I can't remember if it was Duke or who we were playing. That was like prolific that we put Dang on, and Dang just locked him down. But I can't yeah,
1: remember I what game I don't that remember was. Who it was. But that was a fluke game because I I was watching highlights um, last night before the Duke game of the other Duke games that we've won um, at the at the Yum Center, and and Dang has been just abysmal on defense always so uh, it's not really any different for me but he always he was never relied on like he is this year um as like the guy because you had guys like donovan even though dang was probably the best player at the end of the year last year um he still had pieces around him that took the spotlight off of him and so he was able to thrive more i feel like Now, when he's the person that the spotlight's on, um, you know, between him and Ray, Ray's actually making it count. Um, Bang is, I don't know what he, I don't know what's going through his head. Like, because for what I've seen is like, he wants to leave after this year, but there's no way in heck he's getting even a a passing glance from the NBA. Yeah. So unless you're just like, you've already made up your mind that you're playing in Europe. Like, what are you doing? Like, you're running out of time. Yeah, like Ugh. it's it's mind blowing to me now. Other players, like Darius, and honestly, like I think the biggest surprise is I'm just I'm rambling, so you can just stop me whenever. No, the, you're the fine. Biggest Keep surprise going. Surprise to me is, is, this whole season, outside of actually Ray actually becoming into the player that we've talked about for three years uh. is Malik is Malik Williams. Like he's. He is not scared of anybody. And when I saw him in the red-white games, um, I looked at him and I was like, "Now that's a big dude. and He can shoot pretty. He's got a nice stroke, but like he's tiny and he just seemed like shy and like he's, he wants to be Kevin Durant. Like he just wants <laughs> to stand on the, the, the perimeter and shoot whenever he gets the <laughs> opportunity. But I mean, he will like square up with anybody. And oh yeah, um, who, who is it that Wendell Carter, who's uh, an, an, Enormous human being. Wendell Carter um, was everybody's daddy last night. He was abusing oh, honest. Like, it was not even like <laughs> oh. <laughs> he, he looked like he was like holding on, like putting his arm around honest's shoulder, like guiding him to the candy store. Like it was, <laughs> he was getting smoked. That that one day where honest like knocked it out of his hand, and he got it back. And I mean. Carter cocked it back <laughs> he like power I'm going dunked to murder it. You.
0: He Donovan a Mitchell on he, It on was honest,
1: unbelievable. And I think the only reason <laughs> I, I think honest fouled him hard, so he, as hard as honest possibly can. I was so gonna he say he
0: did, honest has never fouled anybody hard in his life.
1: Yeah. But he kind of Carter kinda of gave him like the head shake like I'm coming for you. It it's like like if you put Malik in that situation, there's no way in the heck. I don't care how much they're fighting. Wendell Carter is, there's no, they're fighting. Yeah. There's no way that he's getting that dunk anywhere near the rim because Malik would just not push him over. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah it's fun to watch. He is fun to watch. He has that and so is Darius. Like they have that mentality, like Darius is a bulldog. Me. Darius yeah, is an punk absolute punk bulldog. And Honest doesn't. Honest is just like, just put my hands up after every play. Like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I, just, I don't get it, dude.
0: He probably, Wendell Carter probably gave him that look like I'm coming for you and Honest was like, I mean, we can go to a movie or something, but yeah. like, we got a basketball game to play right now.
1: Like, I mean, I don't typically swing that way, but I'm not a, <laughs> I'm not like saying I'm against it. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> He went there. <laughs> it's, it's just <laughs> was it ready? All all that to say, this team is so hard. Really easy to like, yes, guys, but very very difficult to watch.
0: And I can't remember a time when I've seen a team like in recent memory. We're like, God, it is like drinking bleach to watch this
1: team play. I, I tell you, but was, they are the I, nicest I guys. Last night. It was the 2014-2015 team. The Chris Jones Montres Harrell team. That that team was so miserably hard to watch. Mm. That was a team and that too, couldn't score, right? That was a no, team that couldn't score to save their lives. Yes. For, for whatever reason, with with Terry Rozier, Montres Harrell, Chris Jones, um, they had Chinanu. Who, who else was on that team? Uh, Quentin came Russell
0: in. Team? Quentin came in for um, Chris. That was Quentin's freshman season.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone else was on that team. Um, Well, that was... no That was Ray's first year, was it?
0: Uh, Yeah, that would have been Ray's first year because Quentin was a freshman, too. So Ray would have been a freshman. No. No. No.
1: No, no, Ray's a junior. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that team was... Until they got rid of Chris Jones... For for whatever reason, then they started to be that was like Wayne Blackshire's last year. So they um, that team was uh, that was that was miserable to watch. Um, but yeah, I don't know. but this team's like
0: they're the opposite because, I mean, offensively, they're not bad. But <laughs> well,
1: <I don't> <laughs> it depends. I mean, like, uh, they're not bad for like 15 of the 40 minutes in a game, but yeah, but, so they can. They're capable of scoring 80 points in that 15 minutes, but for the rest of it, it's terrible.
0: And I, they are a totally different team now than they were, even say six weeks ago, five weeks ago. Um, And you can credit a lot of that to the schedule. I mean, when you play the schedule that Louisville played early in the season, anybody can look like the number one team in the country. Um, But when you play the schedule that they played now, which is insanely backloaded. And what's funny is that I look at the schedule and it's like, you could tell that this schedule was made for this team to be really good at the end of the year. And, like, from an ESPN standpoint, like, you look at they when this thing was built and when the, the dates were picked for national TV games and stuff, like, they assumed, you know, Rick Pitino's going to be here. Uh, this team's got some veteran guys uh, that have been there before. Uh, they're probably going to be gelling at the right times. This Duke-Louisville game was probably supposed to be maybe, like, what, like a top 10, top 15 matchup. The Carolina-Louisville game was probably supposed to be top 10, top 15 matchup. Um uh, did you see how all of that was supposed to play out? Like, it's the Sonic blockbuster game, and Louisville lost by 26 points last yeah. night. It was supposed to be Carolina-Syracuse Hall of Fame matchup, Rick Patino. Mike Krzyzewski, Hall of Fame matchup right after each other, but then Patino gets fired, so they can't call it the Hall of Fame classic or whatever, the Hall of Fame night matchup, whatever, like it was uh, last year, because it was was set up the same way. Carolina and Virginia played on, or Carolina and Syracuse played on the same night, and and Duke and Louisville played on the same night, and they had four Hall of Fame coaches. Uh, It was like, four Hall of Fame coaches, four elite matchups, and then last night, I'm just, I'm laughing, because it's I'm laughing, but I'm crying at the same time because it's like supposed yeah. to be such a big matchup, and, and it's not, and Louisville loses by 26 points, and Dan Schulman says basketball, and I can't stand that. God, it drives me insane. Am I the only one that notices that? Like, Do you notice that? What, what did I notice? Dan Schulman. I love listening to Schulman call the games. I think he's awesome, but like I can only listen for so long because he puts an extra A in every word he says. So, like, oh, I n- I've never noticed. Oh, that. my God, dude. Basket I a ball. Will. He says it every time. Basket a ball. Every single time.
1: I saw you tweet that, but I thought you were making a joke. No. Like telling the team that they need to basket a ball or this is going to be bad. Which <laughs> I no. like, yeah, that's fair. That's no. Point.
0: No, that's the way Shulman. Go back now and listen to, like, um, like go look on YouTube. Like l- listen to him call a game. He puts an A on the end or somewhere in a word that it doesn't necessarily belong, and he does it all the time. Uh, hmm. like that. Like it's it's just I don't I don't know. Maybe it's because he's Canadian. Um, maybe that's just a thing there. That would be A though. I, 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 well <laughs> the 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 word A eh, not like the letter A. Eh, yeah. Um. But it's, oh my God, it's so annoying. Um, but at least it wasn't, it's not Dick Vitale annoying. Uh, but yeah, just, yeah, basketball. I'm like, it, oh, I can't be the only one that hears that. Um, guys, you know how to get in touch with us on Twitter. It's at the Breakdown UL, at Taylor Lynch, at Lewis Metzinger. Um, Lewis, I, what is, where does this team go from here? I mean, you've got three games left. Two of them are on the road. One of them's at home against the number one team in the country. You're now 18 and 10. And you are, depending on you know what bracket you look at, Louisville's a 10 seed, 11 seed, um, sitting on the bubble. I mean, it, it just depends. Your NCAA tournament hopes, no matter which way you look at it, are not fantastic right now. What do you think, dude? I mean, is is this a team that makes the NCAA tournament, and if they do, it doesn't even matter?
1: That's what I was saying last night is, honestly, with what I saw last night, I'm fine with us just going ahead and being done. Like, <laughs> yeah. It, like I don't. Well, you might be that, if they
0: continue to play that way. If, I mean, if they lose three, their last three, they're not going to the tournament.
1: Yeah, but yeah, but then we're gonna get an nit bid, and then that opens up no. another can of worms. No, because yeah, because you say no, but like, why do we get to make that call? Like, I know, like, like we should be above the nit, but we're not, so. They no, but I don't want to see to this crap NIT. anymore. No, no, I don't. That's the—that's th- my point. It's not that I don't think if they get an NIT bid that they shouldn't accept it. Yeah, I think they'd win a like, couple
0: games because the competition eh, levels. Uh, but, dude, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. Mm, they're going to have more
1: talent on paper than any team they're going to play in the NIT. I mean. Yeah, but, but also, like, if we make, that's what I was going to get to, was if we make it to the tournament, just on a, a miracle, we make it to the tournament. We, there's never been, there will never be a higher n- percentage number of people that will pick whatever team it is in the first round over Louisville than ever before. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter. Like I joked about it being, uh, what did I say? Eastern Tennessee cosmetology school. Like they will get picked 98% over Louisville. Like nice job any on that one, team by can really. beat us like any team. That's the problem is I'd rather not go to the tournament, not go to the NIT, and just be done with the whole season so we can go ahead and move on, uh, watch the, the tournament in peace, which I still like watching the tournament even when Louisville's not in it. I mean, we've had to experience that, and I was fine. I Ugh. mean, I didn't like it because I knew they were capable, but, like, it takes so much stress off of you. That's like, true. You, you can just focus on picking matchups and enjoying the tournament for what it is without having to stress about your team and who you could potentially play.
0: You're going to love, by the so, way. I'll just pause you for a second. You're going to love watching the NCAA tournament in the newly renovated studio. Um, it's completely set up for us. Um,
1: yeah, it's going to be lit. Yeah. I already know that continue though. But, but yeah, so I, I, I would rather be completely done, watch the tournament a piece and then move on to hiring, uh, trying to get the biggest name coach we can. Um, and then starting to put pieces back together because like, we have no recruits right now. No. So, we like, we have zero. How much and eligibility
0: do you have? I mean, now's your chance, dude.
1: I mean, I'm, like, I'm a grad. Like, I'm a, I am ai can be, like, a, a fifth-year transfer type thing. I've been in school for at least five years, so <laughs> I, I can probably make that happen. But, yeah, I mean, they're going to be holding open tryouts here soon enough. I, I'm pretty – I would think I was told that. Um, but, like, wow. we have no recruits. Like, we couldn't even pull – um, that one three star kid from South Carolina who who went on to commit to South Carolina, who we had him to visit. Like we can't even int- like we're not going to be getting anybody at this point because we can't because there's no certainty at all. No. We don't have a, we don't need, we don't have a permanent president. Starting out, we don't have a permanent AD. I think Tyree will get the job. I hope he does. He's done a great job. So, we don't too. have a permanent basketball coach. Like We don't know what, what's coming. It's, just, it's it's an insane scenario. But at least if we get a permanent coach, that then basketball specifically can start to put a couple pieces back together, at the very least.
0: And here's what concerns me the most. And I'm of the thought that – I don't – I mean, if Louisville doesn't make it to the NCAA tournament, then we just call it a day because, I mean, what are they going to be? Like a, a two-seed or a three-seed in the NIT and, what, play some crap-bomb team with 12 or 13 losses and – which, I mean, Louisville could be the crap-bomb team with over 13 losses, yeah. honestly. Uh, but they're going to end up playing somebody that, honest to God, on paper, they should blow out of the freaking water. And any other year, it would not even be close. And yeah, I get it. This is not any other year. Obviously, we know that. But, I mean... And then it's just going to be even worse. If Louisville loses to a team in the NIT, like if Louisville goes to the NIT, then uh, the thought and... <laughs> The overwhelming feeling among a lot of the fan base, not all, but a lot of the fan base would be, well, if they're going to go to the NIT, then they need to win the NIT because it's just so, I mean, it's so beneath um, all of us that, you know, it's got to go, they've got to win then because Louisville's better than the NIT. Um, If they lose to some crap bum team in the NIT, you just made a bad situation worse. Because now, not only did you make, did you not make it to the NCAA tournament, but you went to the NIT and you lost to Robert Morris. Like, that would just be awful. I can't imagine what that feels like.
1: Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I can't imagine. That's That's the problem is like, we have, there's very few things at this point as for being a Louisville fan that we can still hold over Kentucky fans' heads like as a response. And the one thing is, we, have a, we didn't play and lose in the first round of the NIT to Bob Morris. Now, that has the potential... You're staring that in the face right now. We're looking at that right now. So, God. if we lose that the same year that we vacate Final Fours, vacate a national title, have strippers in the dorms that are... that honestly... I'd rather dry hump a trash can. <laughs> like, if we have all of that compiled at one time, like, I'd honestly, I'm, I'm just gonna start crying anytime I see a UK fan to say, please don't talk to me. I don't want to hear it. I want to said like
0: that so bad as a drop <laughs> to dry up a trash can. <laughs>
1: honestly, like, I saw the most. I saw the funniest tweet today. I forget. I, I'm pretty sure. I could find it if I looked, but basically the idea of it was when I first saw the news about, um, Katina Powell, um, being paid for sex with the players, it took me five months to realize that it wasn't the other way around. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, that's spot on. Like, why would anyone pay this woman money? I would, I would, pay, I would pay this woman that amount of money to state, to never look at me ever.
0: Oh, that's true. That That is so – God, that's so accurate. Oh, man. Yeah, that's – you know what's really going to happen, though, dude, honestly? Like, it, the way this season has gone, what would happen and would make complete and total sense and be so fitting is that Louisville, starting on Saturday, comes out and just plays completely different and takes care of Virginia Tech and then it comes home on senior night and beats Virginia by like one or two, like on a last second bucket, and then goes on the road and handles NC State and wins their last three in a row and are riding high going into the NCAA tournament. And they get like an eight or a nine seed or something, and then they get bounced in the first round. Like, that would be the ultimate microcosm of U of L season. Come out, play really well, get everybody's hopes up, and then piss down your leg. Like that would be <laughs> that would be our season in a nutshell. <sighs> I know, man. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we have. This has been a good show to come back on. We have – the hot takes have been a fly-in here in 52 minutes. we haven't minutes.
1: even mentioned what Louisville's new defensive coordinator looks like. <laughs> How do you feel about that? How
0: do you – I mean, we still got time. You don't have to go anywhere just yet. How do you feel about I that? I mean <laughs> – <laughs>
1: <laughs> like it's just it's it the hits never stop. No, no. It's like I mean, I, honestly, like <laughs> this is gonna sound awful because well, why not, dude? We've so already It's it's past that. This
0: episode has been nothing but things sounding awful. The inte- yeah, you wanted to dry up a trash
1: th- can th- earlier, so it's not. Uh, yeah. We're past this. It's like <laughs> we. we we did, we said it couldn't get any worse than Todd Grantham, which couldn't be more inaccurate. Oh, God, and and we get Sermon, who's had two two opportunities at two different schools that had um, NFL talent on both sides of the roster, and he couldn't do jack squat with it. True, um, and, and then uh, like we pass it off, and now it's like. Well, we couldn't do any worse than Sermon, and let's hope that that's not the case. I don't think it will, but I said the same thing last season. Yeah, um, but like, if Van Gorder is not able to use what is what what is some good defensive pieces that are some good. I'm, I'm emphasizing that good defensive pieces, not great, but good that are coming back, and and really the best probably defensive class on paper that we will ever have signed in addition to having the transfers that sat out last season that are, are experienced guys, if he's unable to do better than Sermon did last year, I know Jair won't be there. I get it. But if he's not able to do better, honestly, I think you just scrap it and let Bob coach defense too.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, why not? Wait, You'd have, you know, safeties running four wide. Wait, what? Why? What? Yeah. I don't know. I'm reserving all thoughts, either critical or not, of BBG uh, for at least a little while because I praised... Peter Sermon and how the players were saying that everything was so much simpler to understand now and I thought oh this is going to be great they're just going to be able to fly around and make plays oh they flew around and chased the wide receivers that they couldn't catch up with because to the end zone, Yeah, yeah chase them right to the end zone. Um, so i am going to hold off
1: if if they felt like it yeah. in that play <laughs> yeah yeah i'm going to hold the separation, off separation they just kind of just let him
0: move. go he's fine he's far enough i'll never get to him in time i can make it back to the bench quicker than i could get to him <laughs> exactly i just yeah i'm going to oh. just hold off on any any thoughts on BVG i will say uh, that it was cool to see all of the coaches uh, interacting with the fans at the signing day uh, party uh, they all sat around at tables um, just kind of mingled walked around talked to people uh, answered questions shook hands kissed babies took pictures um, I mean it was it was it was pretty cool it was pretty cool to see them um, really interacting and caring about or at least you know acting like they were caring about with the what the fans had to say and I'm sure they were probably asked some brilliant questions. Um, sure, yeah, for sure. But they, but they handled it very well, and they were all uh, very excited, Very looked very happy to be there. Um, and apparently, every coach on the coaching staff drives a blacked-out Tahoe. Like, right. I thought the president was coming to hang out at signing day when all of these coaches pulled in the parking lot, and it's just like it looked like a motorcade. Like, it was black Chevy Tahoe's just – all around i'm like oh god am i getting jumped like is the fbi releasing their ruling too like they figured it all out um yeah just a just a little side note there so yeah what a show dude a lot yeah, of there stuff there a lot, a lot of stuff to unpack there um thoughts on virginia tech how are you feeling about that one
1: you know they're coming off some really good wins. God, I um, did, what else is new? Did was it Clemson the other night that they they kind of panted it to at home? Yes, good. yes, they beat them. Yeah. I think it was like
0: ten points. I mean, yeah. yeah, they they beat a really good Clemson team. Um, Just, just shows you how wacky college basketball is going to be this year. Clemson's going to be like a three seed in the tournament, and Louisville's going to be clinging to their lives to even make it.
1: God, what? Get used to it. I, I yeah, no kidding. That's what everyone's saying, and, and I just I can't wrap my head around that.
0: No, I can't either. It's it's very difficult for me to try to wrap my head around. Um, Virginia Tech. I don't know, dude. I, I don't want to say that I think they win because I, I don't really know. Like I hope I hope they win. Um, but Virginia Tech's playing really I think, well. I
1: think going forward, we just we just think they're going to lose, and then. Just assume that they're going to get beat by 30, and then anything that'll happen after that will be better.
0: That's a good way to
1: look at it. That's the best way
0: to do it. That's a good way to look at it. I agree with that. All right, guys. That's all the time we have on the show for tonight. Thank you all for listening and hanging out with us. Uh, If you missed any part of it, uh, hit replay. Check it out, uh, thebreakdownul.com for updates on the show, uh, breakdowns of little opponents, all kinds of fun stuff like that. Hit us up on Twitter at TaylorLynch, at Lewis Metzinger. For Lewis, I'm Taylor. This has been another episode of The Breakdown. Go Cards. We'll talk to you guys next week.
1: Women play in two minutes. Time. Go Cards.
0: That's right.
1: That you need to hear
0: Before I pay your time and I throw this truck in here. I don't need a tomorrow